Vertical integration. Synergy. Past the briefcase. Attention. Interest. Desire. Action. Strengths and weaknesses. Everyone turn to slide. What's forward. your end game? What do they want that they don't know they want? Dow Jones. Welcome to Great Samaritans, the podcast where we take a deep dive into your favorite food and beverage brands. I'm Thomas Stern, joined by my co-host John Ramsey, and we're doing this podcast to prepare us for starting our own food or beverage business one day. How's it going, John? Uh, fantastic, Thomas. Thanks for the question. How do I say this? We, the listeners must know by now, we took a week off and... It wasn't intentional, you know, we really tried to keep our streak alive, mm-hmm. but we ran into some technical difficulties. Yeah. So what happened, everyone, was I went to a wedding in Maine, so I could not record that weekend that we were going to release the episode. So we had Laura Maynard, one of the fan favorites of the podcast, come on as a as a guest co-host, essentially. And we recorded an episode with your brother, right, Thomas? That's right. About goldfish. And how did it go? It was one of my five favorite episodes we've done so far, including the other lost episodes that aren't released. <laughs> we should eventually release those to maybe like a maybe get a Patreon going and Yeah. But top 5 episode, what happened, Thomas? Do we still have the do we still have that episode somewhere? Yeah, so we have my audio and Laura's audio, but we don't have my brother's audio. So I don't know how much good it's going to be. I think there is. Let's let's hear back from our listeners. If they really want to hear it, then we'll release it. Just the two. You know what would be maybe fun is if we did a Mad Lib situation where you just tried to fill the void my brother's audio leaves. Let's do it next week. That's it. Wow. Okay. That's it. In the meantime, <laughs> nice. you said, so this was a top five app. Right now, could you recreate yeah. some of the lines that were so good in last week's episode. Can you remember any of you remember well, the good stuff? Well, um, I said something really stupid that I'll just repeat right now. Uh, I said there are a lot of anti-vaxxers out there, mm-hmm. and I'm an anti-snaxer. Because <laughs> I, you know, I have three meals a day, and that's Dude, about it. Top five. Um, that's a top five line for sure. Yep. Laura, <laughs> after I said that, she channeled you and said, Boo! <laughs> I boo I boo everybody if I hear something and I don't like it I'll boo it that's right I do want to do my regular segment on the show because I'm back I'm here I'm in the studio and celebrities still looking light we're still looking for celebrities yeah. to come on the podcast um, I've been asking around uh, Thomas do you know any celebrities that you think would be willing Anyone Jack Black went okay. to my high school, Okay, but I've only had one interaction with him, and I don't think he would remember me, Okay, and I don't know how to reach out to him other than his TikTok account. Hey. Maybe I'll send him a TikTok message. There you go. That's better than nothing. That is better than nothing. You should hit him, uh, hit him up with the message, hey, congrats. I know that your mom worked for NASA, and I think that's awesome, because I know that's a fact. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Pretty cool. I think that's good. And then we'll try to get Jack for maybe two weeks from now after after our Mad yeah. Lib episode. That timing would line up for me. <laughs> that's good. The other daily thing that I like to talk about is getting recognized from the podcast. This yes. is this is a real this is a real event that happened. And you know that that's real because sometimes 
when I'll say that somebody recognized me, I'm I'm lying and I'm making it up. But this one was real. Okay. My girlfriend Daria, my lovely lovely Daria, went to a job interview at Stretch Lab in Chicago, and she got interviewed by none other than Miles Potter. Whoa! And so Daria asked Miles, like, "What do you do?" She learned he was an actor. He says, "Oh, I'm an actor. I'm an improviser." Daria knows I'm an improviser. She says, "Oh, do you know John?" He goes, "I was on his podcast, The Great Samaritans." Thomas. We're doing it. We're making waves, buddy. Wow. What a coincidence. Amazing. What a coincidence. Amazing. I thought so too. The question is, will she get the job because of it? It's worked for me. And it worked for you, so I'm hoping it'll work for her. Me too. Fingers are crossed. During the Mad Lib episode, I'll try to slip in if she got the job or not. Nice. Okay. But that's my whole that's my whole update, Thomas. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. What's been new with you, my man? Here's what's new with me. I'm in Santa Monica. I'm staying at my mom's place. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of little lizards everywhere. And when I first came back here, I noticed that there were some big lizards, medium-sized lizards, every <laughs> once in a while. But now, the sightings have exploded. Now, is it an explosion of little lizards? Or is it more big and medium-sized lizards? I saw at least 20 I'm going to say 30 little ones before I saw the next medium or big one. Okay. In the house? No, they're all outside. They're all outside. They're all waiting. Yeah. Uh, So listeners, all of our Santa Monica listeners, if you could reach out to us, let us know what this lizard explosion is. Let us know. Reach out to us because we need to know because I don't know if Thomas needs to be worried right now about all these lizards. Okay, I think uh, we've gone long enough without introducing our guest. We've got two people recording in the same room. He's sitting to my left. You may know him from his stand-up. He's the co-creator of the show Campfire Stories at the Lincoln Lodge. And he has a podcast called The Golden Streamer. Avery Brooks, how are you today? Hey, I'm good. I I didn't know if I could... If I could chime in, I've just been creeping over here. I, I got some questions about those lizards. How how yeah. big are they? Okay, so the, the small ones are about four to five inches. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, that's scary that that's what small yeah. is. Okay, so how big are these big ones? The biggest one I've seen maybe nine inches. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Does uh, the nine just, inch one walk around like it knows that it's the biggest one around? Yeah. Like it's confident. Like has a little I, hat. No, I wish. You would think that they would have that and they would be confident, but they're all just very skittish. The crows is what's blown my yeah. mind. Oh, Those boy. things are big and they're big. Oh, yeah. They're broad chest. They're barrel chested. Oh, I was just going to say a quick fun fact. Did y'all know that crows have facial recognition? They'll never forget yes. your face. Don't tell. I've seen like I watched the movie Birds a lot. I was a big Alfred Hitchcock fan. Uh-huh. Um, but I Hitchy. never, t- I never took him as a threat. I'm like, oh well, that's a funny and possible thing. So now I'm coming out here. I'm like, okay, physically that bird could beat me up. And now you're telling me Ooh. they can recognize faces. Yeah, I don't want to know that they're smart too. They're so like smart. That. I don't. They're like so that. cunning. Yeah. I don't like when animals are smart. They can, they, you put a piece of food in a water bottle and they know, they know to like fill the water bottle with more water (gasps) to get the food out. What? I'm terrified. Wow. 
starting off this episode scared. I want to make sure we're all equally as scared as I am. Uh, yeah. So I'm doing okay. That was your question. How I am I today? I'm fine. <laughs> I've seen the crows. I'm just fine. It's all right. Okay. Well, let's get off something that starts with the cuss sound that you don't like and move on to something that starts with the cuss sound that you do like. <laughs> yeah. And that's the brand Krispy Kreme Donuts. That's a beautiful Crispy. transition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the cuss sound. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think this what This episode that meant. is brought to you by the cuss sound. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It is my favorite cuz, is, is Krispy Kreme, truly. Yeah. Since, so, since when did that start, Avery? I just, I, I have a whole thing with donuts. Um, and it's, I, I like people like getting fancy with their donuts. And I'm seeing it a lot out here. That's another thing, too, is people like to get real, real cute with the donuts that they're they're making. Um, I'm just not one for old-fashioned donuts. Krispy uh, mm-hmm. Kreme, I think, mastered it with making what, in my eyes, is the perfect, uh, uh, or I should say my mouth, is the perfect donut. To me, mm-hmm. what a perfect, their, their glazed Krispy Kreme donut is what I consider perfect. A donut that you don't need teeth to eat. Like, if you yeah, did not true. have a pair of teeth, you could just, you could just gum it. Yes. That is what I consider a perfect donut, and Krispy Kreme has mastered that. Mm-hmm. Big demographic people without teeth a lot of donut companies don't even think about that that's important to consider later maybe just so we're all on the same page john have you had one a packaged krispy kreme donut and two a fresh krispy kreme donut yes to both and honestly the packaged stuff is good it's it's okay say it is comparable it's not like as good obviously because it's not fresh it's not baked that morning or fried that morning but it works and it tastes great and it does melt in your mouth and I don't need teeth to eat it for both of them. Now, what about you, Thomas? Reflecting the question back, asking you the hard questions. There's a Krispy Kreme in Lamert Park, which is kind of in a central area in LA and they make them fresh. And me and my dad and brother and cousin and sister used to go to this Krispy Kreme and get the fresh ones and they only had them hot and fresh from like until 7 a.m. So we would oh get God. up way earlier than we're used to just to get them when there you see them being made. Do you both mm-hmm. you, you both have tasted what I'm tasting? You're yes. we're on the same page. It's crazy. It's the champagne uh, of donuts. <laughs> it love, is. I love how much that term has um lost any significance after high life. <laughs> Uh, I do like high life, but they came in calling themselves champagne. Like, all right, we're lessening the value of what that that phrase means. But you're right. They are the champagne of donuts, and that's why I like them. What's the shelf life? If they're made fresh at 7 a.m., you know, like how long? Don't worry about it. (laughs) Okay. Don't worry. It doesn't even, I don't even think they, I've never even looked for an expiration date. You don't need to. They're not going to. Yeah. They're not going to last. You're going to inhale them. Exactly. How would you describe your relationship with Krispy Kreme right now, Avery? <gasps> nice. Currently, it's uh, well. I, I'm glad you just you just mentioned a place that um, that that's making them fresh. Uh, yeah, close by. I, I don't know where I am currently, and I I know I will feel at home uh, when I've reconnected with Krispy Kreme donuts. Um, I'm very out of my element. Um, mm-hmm. Not a lot of friends out here, but I know things will begin to fall in place as soon as that first Krispy Kreme donut falls into my mouth. Ooh. So we're on, um, we're kind of like on a break. I, I, I feel like is where Krispy okay. Kreme and I are uh, currently at. We're on one of those weird relationship breaks that no one really understands, and I don't even know if they're actually healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think breaks are healthy. 
Um, but I do know things will be better when we get back together. Nice. You're Fire a- needs air, right? When you suffocate yes. that relationship, you need to get away from it for a second to appreciate how beautiful that donut is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it a little before. You like the prepackaged donuts, but let's air out your complete feelings on packaged versus fresh Krispy Kreme donuts. Yeah, uh, like I said, like, I mean, fresh is better, but um, the package, that's the other thing, too. They are really, really good. I think most mm-hmm. of the Krispy Kreme donuts I have, I've had uh, in my life have not been fresh. Um, and that's mm-hmm. the other thing about them is they hold up. I mean, they don't last. Like I said, like the expiration date doesn't matter because they're generally gone within a couple of days. Mm-hmm. But even that next day donut is fantastic. Um, okay. Yeah. Something they're doing with the preservatives are, are great. So I when love it, it. When it comes to Krispy Kreme, you're willing to compromise the quality for convenience. Yeah. It's good to know it's like a a back to the relationship thing it's like you know there's like a lot of red flags and it's like the relationship in general is probably a three-monther yes okay really should be but it's just like those those fun parts you have together you really like to hang on to those. it's bad i mean the relationship Mm. with me and krispy kreme really is bad it's not good for me um but i like the i like the sex they should nice. They should create a specialty Krispy Kreme donut called Honeymoon Donuts, and the yes. expiration is only good for three months. And there's like a there's like it's wearing like a little black lace. Oh yeah, it has like a Ooh. little black a lace little outfit. You have, you have to take it off to eat the donut. Yeah, yeah, great. I guess when was your peak donut Krispy Kreme eating days, and how many would you have either a day, a week? During that time, I feel like so much of my uh, my love for food kind of was established, like the foundation of it was established, like around high school or maybe even a little before. Uh, was mm-hmm. like classic celebrity story. That must be it. This there really are some weird uh, parallels with um, with my mm-hmm. relationship with Donna yeah. and uh, actual relationships. It's because um, so many uh, people's kinks as well too. I think they say they they're established like in middle school. Uh, and that's mm. about when I started to find my love for a lot of foods, including Krispy Kreme donuts. Because Krispy Kreme donuts, for me, um, it was a thing that was always like, it was a special event. It wasn't like I was just being loaded up with donuts. But it was always like, um, par- they were always at parties. They're always kind of like, if um, I did good in school, then my mom would come home with, a, I got you a little box of donuts. I'm like, oh, thanks, mom. Oh, yeah. like, it was just, it was, it was very much a reward kind of food and i think that's where uh the love began yeah um, how many do you eat on average in one sitting in one session i honestly i'll probably eat all of them okay that's, i'm being completely honest i will eat whatever's left in that box if i'm like sharing them with someone sure maybe they can have one uh but I'll, i will knock out one that. i it's a very very strict one and it's the smallest one in the box i don't yeah. do y'all think about that when someone's like you like I think everyone knows when you're both reaching in for like a shareable plate or a shareable Oof. box of donuts and everyone knows which one's the best one. Like yeah. you all can just see mm-hmm. like that one's glazed up. It's kind of shining. It's kind of asking for it. Yeah. yeah. Like I really hope they don't, but of course they take that one. And I don't, they see I don't it too. mess around with that. Yeah, yeah. I like to talk about it. I set down the donuts and I say these are the best ones and those are not going to be the ones you're laying your hands on. You need to establish it's, ground rules. It reminds me of that Tim Robinson sketch where <laughs> What was it? They're uh, Tim Robinson's the on a date with the nachos. Yeah, 
yeah. <laughs> this restaurant has a policy where you can't eat all of the meat loaded nachos. He lets the <laughs> server know. Yeah. <laughs> that his date has been taken. That's, yeah. yeah. I wish that was more socially accepted. Yeah, yeah. Whoever whoever's buying the plate should definitely get the best bites. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can do a thing where they mark your donut with icing or something. You get to pick it mm. and then they put your or your initials on it. Yeah. There you go. You just have the workers in the back of the kitchen just sweating over like, okay, is this the better donut? <laughs> you tell you specifically tell them like, could you make sure you put the good ones on the right side of the box? Yeah. All right. So I think brass tax time. I, yeah. I think we know enough about your relationship with donuts to uh, generate some ideas. So let's mm-hmm. go into the brass tax. Krispy Kreme is an American donut company and coffee chain. It was started by Vernon Rudolph in 1937. He opened his first store in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, because his favorite cigarette company, Camel, was headquartered there. They go hand in hand, cigarettes and donuts. Yes, they do. Rudolph primarily sold to convenience stores. However, he also sold hot donuts to individual customers who came during the time between midnight and 4 a.m. That's cool. And that still happens today, I think. It's crazy how well donuts sell at night, late at night, uh, to drunk people. Because for the longest yeah. time, you just think of donuts as being a morning thing. I think most people would think that. But it's, uh, mm-hmm. well, even in, in Chicago, um, uh, Fire Cakes, I know they have that spot down there on uh, uh, Clark and Hubbard, and they would stay open late until, oh, wow. like, I think 1 or 2 a.m. Wow. And they Dang. would get busy at midnight. Of course. Like, very, very busy. It's actually, donuts are surprisingly a great drunk or uh, midnight snack. Mm-hmm. And on Hubbard yeah. Street, too. Jeez, that's like where all the clubs are, right? It's so funny seeing people just dressed up in their little <laughs> club du- their club duds. Yeah. And they go, go in there for a donut. All manicured up. Mm. Yeah. Rudolph died on August 16th, 1973 in Winston-Salem, North Carolina at the age of 58. Not great. Fast forward to May 2004, the company missed quarterly estimates for the first time and suffered its first loss as a public company. Whoa. Chairman and CEO Scott Livengood attributed the poor results to the low-carbohydrate diet craze. This explanation was viewed with skepticism by analysts as their rivals, Dunkin' Donuts, had not suffered from the low-carb trend over the same compared period. I wonder why Dunkin' Donuts didn't suffer. Analysts suggested... Live and Good had expanded the chain too rapidly after the IPO, which concentrated certain markets with too many stores. Hmm. Krispy Kreme also had supermarkets and gas stations carry the donuts, which soon contributed up to half the chain's sales, creating further market saturation as well as increasing competition to its franchises. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, go I've ahead. never like leaned in so close and been so in tune with a uh, with like a PowerPoint before. <laughs> like I went through so much school, like sitting back and not caring about what they're talking <laughs> about, and I, I'm just finding myself I'm like I really am interested about this story. Like I'm so excited for you to get to each like new bullet point about Krispy Kreme. Anyways, I'll shut up. Well, this is awesome. Now I'm glad you're excited by the bullet points. This is awesome. All of this expansion devalued Krispy Kreme brand's novelty by making the once specialty donuts ubiquitous, particularly as the newer sales outlets required pre-made donuts as opposed to the ones made fresh in factory stores, which alienated brand devotees. 
You ever been in one of these factories, the donut factories? Well, the Lamert Park store is a factory oh, store. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a place that makes you want to take your clothes off, isn't it? We had a donut. I have not been into a Whoa. factory yet. We had one in my hometown, and you like uh. just watch them come <laughs> off the conveyor belt, and you're like, I think my belt's going to come off. That might explain your devotion to Krispy Kreme as well. A it's, hometown and it's not factory. A, come on. Yeah, that well, is true. There was a Krispy Kreme. That might be. I, we're realizing it right now. I've, I remember we would go on tours there for school, and it was one of these things where, uh, wow, I haven't thought about this forever, is that it wasn't even a, um, not a sexual thing at all, but it was like you truly wanted, it was a feeling thing. You wanted to take mm-hmm. your clothes off and get like where the, the glaze is like hitting. The, like You just wanted to crawl in there and take a bath in it. You wanted to be a donut. I want to be a donut. Interesting. Okay, I'm going to write that down. Mm-hmm. I forgot that I went there, and I forgot. Wow, mm-hmm. that's really interesting. This podcast is bringing something up. You two are good Samaritans. Look at you go. Thank oh you. Oh, my gosh. In 2016, the German investment firm J.A.B. Beach purchased Krispy Kreme for $1.35 billion. I have J.B. J.A.B. Beach's portfolio, if you guys are curious. Mm-hmm. Oh, they have Panera. They own Panera, Pete's Coffee, Caribou Coffee. Einstein Bros bagels, a bunch of other wow. stuff. Bally shoes for some reason. I mean, you got to be comfy while you're eating what's all these the, things. Yeah, what's the synergy there? Let's try to think what's their grand master plan yeah. cuz they're playing 4D chess with us right now with all these bagels, so, donuts and shoes. What's the thought? Yeah, all the other things are food related. Wow, mm. 67% ownership in Dr Pepper. Keurig Dr Pepper. Keurig Dr. Yeah. Oh, oh. wow. Okay. Bally shoes are not a quality shoe brand. It's sort Mm -hmm. of a value shoe brand. Mm -hmm. They're dress shoes, mostly. And so they also sell formal attire. What's going on here? I I feel like that's their first move of wanting to control the world. Because at first they're like, Mm -hmm. no, we're a breakfast thing. We just do breakfast stuff and breakfast things only. Mm -hmm. And then it it came along, we're like... Let's let let let's dive deep. They thought, how do we control the world? Well, first we have to look the part, right? right? So let's buy some weight so we can all look the part. I wonder if that was like a newer investment as well, because everything was breakfast, and they're like, all right, you know what? Let's throw our morals aside. Let's get shoes. Big pivot. I like this. I am gonna go to that donut place after this. After the reward, yeah. I'm I'm not saying this for the podcast. I'm saying this just as a. I'm actually going to. I'm gonna hurt myself. Nice. I'm going to throw my back out in that factory. Did they just Ooh. let anybody in? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think they're, they're going to be me in. They'll, they'll let you in. I don't think they'll be rolling hot, though. So maybe you got to go in the morning. Or just wait Look till into midnight. Look it. I got a sleeping bag. Okay. Oh, till midnight. That's right. Okay. They do the. Yeah. Just wait till midnight. Great. Okay. So J.A. Beach bought them in 2016. They were very quickly publicly traded on the NASDAQ. They were originally worth $19 per share. It's now selling at 15 and 21 cents. So Ooh. we're down 20% in three and a half months. <laughs> See what I got open on my phone here? Got a, little, got, a little, got a little Robin Hood app. Nice. Oh my There's gosh. A little, little, little purchase button. You know what they say? Buy it low. Sell high, buy low. So, I mean, I'm down to buy a share. What if this podcast just like really just like caused a big turning point in my life. <laughs> like I just go full Krispy Kreme. I start at the top of this. Like I really don't know much about them. And now I'm just like, wow, I'm like leaning into this this PowerPoint. Now I'm buying stock. 
I mean, it's not that much. If we threw all of our funds, all of Great Samaritan's funding, at what is this? What is this? What is this shoe brand called? Bally. Do you think we could save them? Well, well, okay. This stock is for Krispy Kreme. I, you want you want to check out Bally's stock? Oh. <laughs> Krispy Kreme is at fifteen twenty one right now. Yeah. So I do want to say that they're saying, um, what, 73% of analysts are saying to buy Krispy Kreme right now. Yes, I did. Yes, they are a popular buy right now. Because I'm going all in. in. I love their donuts. Is it because, yeah, you want to be a part of them. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's all buy. Winter soon. People are going to start getting depressed. They're going to want to eat that depression away. How do you do that? Exactly. Krispy Kreme. Um, okay, so we'll check back in in another three and a half months and see what's happened with Krispy Kreme. Mm-hmm. So let's let's do a quick recap before we start going full idea generation. Okay. The amount of crows in LA is very scary. Mm-hmm. People like to get fancy with donuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the idea of honeymoon donuts with black lace. The best donut in the box and the idea of maybe putting your initials on it. I want to be... Yeah, but how do you ensure that they're going to label the best donut as yours? Because there's some subjectivity there, isn't there? I actually was thinking that you... They show you, they open the box and show you like when you're okay. buying a carton of eggs. Yeah. And then you point to the one that you want. And then they do a little circle on it or something. Okay, I like that. Yeah, that would be that'd be efficient. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And the circle would be O for owner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the how Avery wanted to be a donut and just be glazed naked on the conveyor belt. I think that's worth exploring. I think the factories could have like a side pool area for humans to swim in. Yeah. Or maybe there could be a, or, a human donut section of the factory where the humans well, get into a donut shape and get glazed. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just you sign a waiver and it's like, all right, we're all on, we know this is bad for you, and no part of this is just going to help you physically, but mm-hmm. just do it, you know. Get glazed. Get glazed. That'd be get, so funny. So yeah, you, you could get glazed naked, but you could also coat yourself with donut dough and mm-hmm. then get glazed so wait, then wait, wait, you wait, really wait. become a donut you'd have to get fried yeah oh oh that's right yeah that would yeah work. That... well maybe there's some gentle version where it's okay. like slower and it's more of a bake it's like 145 degrees Nice, and comfortable 145. It, yeah. yeah, nice, comfortable 145. Like a little okay. spray tan. Like you can just stand there and just have someone yes. just... Yes. Yeah. I don't know what the exact temperature would be. Our, some food engineers could help us this isn't, figure this out. This isn't going to be yeah. good for you. Like, But that's no. not the point. No. I think they did this in a SpongeBob episode, the uh, Fry Cook Games. Do y'all, were y'all oh, Sp- SpongeBob people on. at all? Yeah, There's one, I know the episode. Uh, I think uh, SpongeBob jumps off of a um, high dive into a deep fryer. Okay. And comes out and he has a popsicle stick in himself. That's and I would right. like to see that. That's right. Uh, and then I'd he like see nuts a real himself, version of right? <laughs> he does not. He does nut himself. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. 
Him or Patrick Nutt himself at some point. Maybe that yeah. was like the ice cream one. Someone nuts. Ugh, classic episode. Yeah. So can you explain in more detail how they show him nutting himself? Uh, he takes out his 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 wiener or what i can't what? remember i haven't no i haven't watched the he episode goes to the top we might have to watch this clip the chocolate high dive make way for the real fry cook patrick for his dive spongebob will be attempting a full banana fudge pop with two sticks and now absolute silence ice cream for ice cream Toasted almonds, that's unexpected. He stuck it! And just look at that even coating! Top that, Pinky. Almonds? Curse him, that's good. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Yeah, they don't make cartoons like that anymore. So, let's put a bow on the uh, being a donut idea. Mm -hmm. What's the most feasible solution to this? It's not you specifically, but you build a version of yourself akin to Build-A-Bear. You build like a Funko yes. Pop version of Avery, of Thomas, of John. And then that that version is of dough, of course. And then that dough version of yourself gets donutted. Oh, Build-A-Bear yes. donut is actually... That that's sounds actually good, just, right? That's actually, a re- that's actually a really good idea. Like being completely uh, yeah. real about this. Sometimes, that's actually a great hey, Build-A-Bear yeah. donut. It happens every episode. One of the ideas is a keeper. Mm -hmm. You know, what we do with these keeper ideas is we file them away. And then when we open our food business or beverage business, we're going to use them. Oh, so you bring people in to to get in these, you you steal our ideas. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Well, we creatively share ideas that we hold on to. Hey, what are you great? What are you great Samaritans up to? Huh? Don't look behind the curtain here, Avery. Yeah. We're good people. <laughs> what? What's, what's, don't look behind. That's our slogan. Don't look behind the curtain. We're good people here. <laughs> no, but yeah, any ideas that we use in our business for, you know, our beverage or snack business, we will reimburse the uh, creator of that idea. Right. Yep. So, right. Yeah, you know, we're all we're all helping each other. I'm going to have to watch my back, aren't I? I'm gonna see a little donut idea pop up where it's like it's the little build a donut, and then I'm gonna have someone come knocking at my door, <laughs> like this is the end of the line, Avery. You've, you've said and done too much. Yeah, we'll set the. There's crows gonna be on a you. man with thick sunglasses and a suit. There are actually gonna be two of them because what if you kill him? There better be two of them. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try my they're, hardest. They're mm-hmm. big men. You man. only need one, but I'm definitely you should bring two. Yeah, they're gonna be two big men. Then how big and are we talking? Six seven, six eight, six, six, seven, nine. six eight. Hey, that's LeBron's height. Yeah, LeBron build. For the way I'd like to go out, I'd like to know two men killed me personally, mm-hmm. just because I'd like to like. I'm like I like to know that y'all yeah. thought I could have the Absolutely. ability to take on two people, even though you would need like one five ten guy. And when we with started, yeah, when we started the pod, we agreed that they wouldn't use weapons. That's they would too. just go for the neck and yeah. just try to suffocate you. Yeah. <laughs> If they had Try. to. I mean, in a perfect world, they present you the briefcase and you sign the contract. Yes. That says you get 50%. Pretty good. Which is nice. Because there are two of us. You should get a 33%, but we're yeah. giving you 50. Mm-hmm. I like this. Yeah. And the real reason why Thomas and I don't record these episodes together 
is very similar to like the Coca-Cola brothers or, you know, however that yes. is. Yes. Yeah. We can't be in the same location in case one of us does die. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we will never record in the same room. Yeah. yeah. Finally, one That's of you is like. Justification. You finally find the one idea like this is the one. You both look at each other <laughs> and then I just see a guy walk behind John mm-hmm. and his uh, and his shot and I'm like, "Oh my god. Mm-hmm. This is." And then I look over at, at Thomas and then you and then you have a knife to my throat. <laughs> there can only be one. Why is it the the great Samaritans? One step up from a good Samaritan, right? Yeah, exactly. We're a little bit better than a good Samaritan because a good Samaritan helps somebody on the side of the road. A great Samaritan it's going to help out that business. That helps the person. That helps the person. You see? Yeah. I like that. You're yeah. in it for the money. We're helping right. the person by proxy by helping the business. And we're helping like more that. people by proxy, too. A good Samaritan can only get to one, maybe two people a day. Yeah. So basically, like, good Samaritans play checkers, but great Samaritans play chess. <laughs> <laughs> So let's get back to our build a donut idea. Yes. Speaking of playing you can chess. Do, you, you can do Funko Pop, you can do Bitmoji, or you can do photorealistic. Oh, that's great. Where Yeah. Yeah. Where they great. take a photo of you and then they 3D print the donut. 3D printing donuts yeah. would be so cool. Oh my cool. God. That's a great idea too. It's like when you go through the airport uh, you know, metal detector, you go mm-hmm. through something like that and it scans you with a 3D 360 scanner actual size like a life yeah like a lidar a life-size lidar detector like how Mm -hmm. the new iphones have Mm -hmm. they can create the three-dimensional environments oh my god it does that to your body then it 3d prints the donut looks exactly like you i feel like this might already be a thing like a donut but you're like an actual like the exact same size of you yeah life size (laughs) a life-size donut A life-size and lifetime supply donut. Yeah, and you can also choose the filling. Oh, my God. Okay, so I think this can be our product development idea. Absolutely. So, ideally, we have a wild card and a marketing one as well. Mm-hmm. The other bullet point that I have on this list is the fact that J.A.B. Beach also owns Bally Shoes, which is kind of a mystery and intriguing. So, maybe we could make PSAs for our marketing <laughs> why these shoes are owned by a cereal and breakfast company yes as just to idea. explain it yeah or we could also use our marketing to let more people know to come great cuss sound um to these factories at midnight to four in the morning maybe more people do need to know about that mm, yeah to get that um, really special experience back into people's minds. Yeah, it's like a secret fun video game hack or something. You know, it's like you only yes. you only know about it if you know about it. That's a great slogan. Krispy Kreme, rolling hot, fresh donuts. You only know about it if you know about it. Mm-hmm. You could blast out on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. You could just make a simple post that says, if you know, we got it. When the donuts okay. are ready. Oh yeah, if they, it'd be real cool. I mean, if their their Twitter, if they just like posted like a winking emoji, yeah, um, great idea. They definitely I've not need at their social to. At all. They need to have on their social when they're rolling hot. Well, I guess it would. I mean, vary from place to place. So maybe each location 
that's a factory has its own account. Mm-hmm. So you follow them individually. Nice. Yeah. Slash also, do you think there are people that like Krispy Kremes right at the tail end? I know that we've been sp- spending a lot of time talking about oh. people who like the fresh donuts, but maybe some oh. people like the crispier. There the are those people. There's those yeah. people that like their popcorn burnt, like that kind of. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cheese it well done or underwear worn twice. <laughs> one yeah. of our one of our ideas. One of our sponsors, yeah. Underwear. Okay. Gross. Um, yeah. <laughs> Donuts that are almost about to expire. Some people might be into that. I got a wild card What's right wild? now. Yeah. Well, as it, it's an idea. It's the donuts that people couldn't finish. It's the half-eatens. It's the, you know, maybe okay. a, a little rat. Yeah. Maybe a rat nibbled some of it. You got discount bins where you have extremely discounted yes. donuts that have been half-eaten. Like a regular fruit. Yes. Or a vegetable, whatever that, yeah. you know, the, there's they some... They do it with other food. Another, another way to do it is you could have them, they get a big scooper and you get those, uh, they're $1 a pound. And so it's by <gasps> weight. Thomas, Avery, you could put the donuts in like the fish section. You know how when you say like, I'll take a pound of fresh shrimp at the at like a Whole Foods or whatever, where you can yeah. see the fish, you can see the shrimp, you can see the donuts just right there glazed. Oh, yeah, I like that. You can walk right up and say, yeah, I'll take a half pound of crispy. Oh, <laughs> one potential issue is wouldn't they get infused with the fish aroma? I do like it's all, <laughs> yeah, or some, I mean, maybe that saves you a trip. You're like, I'd like a, a, the glazed, one pound of glazed and a red snapper. All, same bag, please. So this is for the people. This is for the people who like donuts, but they also like their food to taste a little bit like fish. Okay. And are we sure these people exist? (laughs) Now, the meat case, I don't think the meat smell would get into it as much. I mean, they could. Oh, you could put it in the red meat section, but not the fish section. (laughs) I feel like we've got... The wild card. We've got the product development, and we've got the and marketing. Did yeah, we hit all three? I think we hit all three, and we can start pack packaging this email. Nice. So first thing that I'm going to think of when I'm sending this email out is that the CEO has died. So do we want to send a little a consolation? Maybe. Yeah. Should we say that before to whom this may concern or after? Like to who it may concern, or if you just said like to to whoever's still alive, and then then write what you're going to write. I like that a lot. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that would be um, to whoever's still alive. We're sorry about Vernon Rudolph. May he rest in paradise. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Rest in paradise. In parentheses. We we don't know how death works, but this Mm -hmm. email's for Rudolph. And what's really clever about this email is that. We are in initially playing the sympathy card. So these hard, these hardened business people who are going to be reading this email, they're going to get their heartstrings tugged at in the first sentence. Maybe we should yeah. even call him like a nickname, like like Rudy. Sorry about sorry about Rude. Yeah, Rude. Yeah, sorry about like, Rude boy. Yeah, <laughs> fifty eight is too young. What year did he die? Seventy three. Seventy three. Good memory. So I know. I don't ago. know why. <laughs> 
just the email starts just heard the terrible news yeah <laughs> so sorry about rudolph um but so we have sorry. some donut ideas so sorry about yeah. rudolph dying 48 years ago wow just so young now yeah I, I mean he would definitely would still he'd be definitely be dead today mm-hmm. if that makes you feel any better if it makes you feel better rudolph would be dead today too there's no way he could last through the 2010s should we do a little homage to the year 1973? I mean, that's yeah, when... what even happened in 73? These all came out in 73? So I just pulled up albums of 73, and there's some all-timers in here. Whoa. Wow. We've got The Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, my God. Houses of the Holy by Led Zeppelin. Aladdin Sane by David Bowie. Oh. Inter Visions by Stevie Wonder. This is all... Inner Visions. This is all the same year? Maybe... This guy, this wow. Rudy guy, maybe he listened to so much good music, he couldn't take it anymore. That's probably what happened. We should say that we know that so they know that we knew Rudy. Yeah. You know, when Rudy died after listening to The Dark Side of the Moon because that album was too good. So yeah, what a um, year to go out. Out of way, Rudy. Yeah, honestly, it's all downhill after 73. It has been. Maybe we say that because this is for Rudy, right? Mm-hmm. This is kind of for his spirit. It really mm-hmm. is. Just so you know, music has gone downhill since then. Yep. We're so talking you're not to missing much. You chose the right time to go. Mm-hmm. And to honor you, we've come up with three solid ideas for the brand that you created mm-hmm. that is sadly not doing very well right now. <laughs> Probably because you died what we look forward to experiencing your spirit when we die or we're happy to continue your legacy with our ideas yeah okay i like that i like that we'll we'll, we'll glaze the world with your presence perfect we'll, Ooh, we'll, nice. yeah. we'll keep the we'll keep the world covered in your glaze rudolph yes we're gonna spray your glaze from so, east to west from we're east to west people and we're are gonna, gonna make gla- make Dunkin Donuts fry. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. We're going to burn down Dunkin Donuts and then glaze on the fire. Then I'm going to pick up one of their burnt donuts from the ground. I'm going to eat it and I'm going to be like, this tastes like shit. Right in front of a small child, you're going to say that. Mm-hmm. This tastes like shit. Yep. That way we get the children, the next generation interested. Because that's what Rudolph would want. Mm-hmm. And then after we mention all of that, I think it's a... Uh, good time to sign off i uh, hope this was the obituary that you actually wanted it uh ideas in pod attached yeah let me just attach it i like this uh, we should close out in prayer i don't know that's up to you absolutely yeah yeah let's close out with 20 seconds of silence for rudy <laughs> and we'll and we'll initiate that in the email by pressing enter and holding it down <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> So it so takes, 20, him, takes him 20 seconds to get to the yeah. bottom. So if you scroll down as fast as you can for 20 <laughs> seconds, you'll see the attachment. That's the stupidest thing. Type a moment of silence. <laughs> All right, we did it. Avery, thank you so much for joining us. Heck yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. Yes. Do you have anything that you want to plug? I guess I uh, I don't know. I'm I'm still setting some up things here. I I 
I'm still rooting for my boys back in Chicago, so I, I will plug uh, Campfire Stories at the Lincoln Lodge every Friday night. Nice. And um, it's not my venue, uh, but they did a lot for me. I'd, I might as well go ahead and plug the Lincoln Lodge. Great people over there. Awesome. Go watch shows there if you're in Chicago. Uh, it, it'll Absolutely. definitely be a good time. All right. Well, that sounds great. I wish I was in Chicago so I could see those shows. Mm-hmm. But um, but we have to keep the podcast safe. Are those pomegranates outside the window? Yes, they are. Beautiful place here. Get over here, John. All right. You heard it here first. I'm moving. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Talk cuh. Great cuh sound. That was Great Samaritans. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Great Samaritans Pod or email us at greatsamaritanspod at gmail.com. Feel like being a Great Samaritan yourself? Rate and review us on iTunes. Bye bye. Consider yourself vertically integrated. Boom. That was synergy. Attention, check. Interest, check. Desire, check. Action, checkmate. Thank you for passing the briefcase. Thank you for telling me your end game. Everyone, turn to slide five. Dow Jones.